Hello everyone, this is Vince Della and you're listening to Value Fitness and Motivation, episode number two. Today, I'm glad to say that it's introduction day. And what that means is I will be sharing to you guys things about me and so that you know more and you get the opportunity to find out my story and hopefully you can find it educational and motivating enough for you to take action in your life also. But before all of that, I just want to start with thankfulness and gratitude and appreciation. Famous Oprah Winfrey once said, I really like her quote, and she said, be thankful for what you have and you'll end up having more. But if you concentrate on the things that you don't have, then you will never have enough. So as part of my daily routine, I usually start my day with thankfulness. I would usually pray in the morning and just thank God for everything that I have. So here we go. Thank you, God, for everything you provide. Thank you for my life. I thank you for the life of my loved ones and the people I care about. I thank you for the roof over my head and my clothes and the car that I drive and the food on the table daily. Look, I thank you for I thank you for those who love me and thank you for the haters too that gives me motivation and passion to push forward. Thank you for my body and my health that provides the function and allows me to wake up in the morning. And thank you for my my job, my business, my hobbies that allows me to do the things I want and that gives me the financial means to move forward. I thank you for my bright future ahead, for all the opportunities that is lined up, that is coming my way. I'm grateful for everything that I have, both big and small, And I thank you for my dreams, my goals, and aspirations. I thank you for everything that I have and for what is to come. Thank you. So that feels good. I feel fired up after that. So I hope you guys do too. And I would always recommend that you guys get into a daily routine of, of thankfulness because it just sets your whole day up for goodness and positivity rather than focusing on the negative things straight away in the morning, it is much better for you to focus and concentrate on the things that are good. And that will propel your day towards a better outcome. It is going to be just a better day if you do that. That is one thing I do every day and I highly recommend it. And by doing this regularly, you literally train your brain to think this way and always find the positive even during those times that you are going through problems and situations that are very, very difficult. And just like the teachings of Buddha, you know what he said, what you think you become and what you feel you attract and what you imagine you create. So it is always what's in our brain. And what we meditate on daily and what we feed ourselves daily through what we watch and what we read and what we hear. Dwelling on the positivity on a daily basis transforms our thinking and in turn transforms our perception on what's around us. And this results ultimately on what we end up having. So by by being thankful for what you have now and declaring thankfulness for the things to come, you allow the forces to work for you. This is just like, you know, the law of attraction. So if you always think of positive things, then that's what's going to happen. So I, I remember seeing this quote by Paulo... Coelho, he's a well-known Brazilian lyricist and novelist. He said, when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. And I believe that. That's, That's very true. 
and and I'll share to you guys why that is very evident in my life so firstly um, I want to let you know why I started this podcast uh, my reasons are really far beyond me I had my fair share of pain and struggles in life and I just want to use and take this time and opportunity to share and actually help people out who are struggling or who who have been through the same things that I have been through I realized that there, there there's so much negative things out there already and I just I just want to position myself for the forces of good rather than than the negativity I just want to help inspire and motivate generations and if I can assist one person or inspire one soul that means something that means everything that's more than wealth could ever buy you know and so I've, I've really been uh, 2020 has been a big turning point for me I've been active uh, on YouTube making videos these days and and also this podcast that I just started and I just want to really use some of the tools that I have been given or that that is available to me to to reach out to people who are also struggling and and need someone to listen to or talk to and what really motivated me was the other day I received a message from a random gentleman who messaged me on Instagram so he's watched my YouTube video and he's taken the time to find me on Instagram and compliment me and tell me that he him being as a 19 year old uh, after listening to my YouTube video really inspired him and so you know something like that really puts fuel on the fire that that's the passion that's burning in me and I'm just really really passionate about helping people and contributing to to the community where I can and you guys will s- soon find out that as I was growing up I didn't have the support that that I needed and I had to find ways to create and find opportunities that does not exist for me because I don't have the support that other people would normally have and so I just have this burning passion inside of me to help others you know I've I've accomplished some things in life I mean it it may not be great to some but it it is from where I came from it is quite significant to me and and I think if I can help one person do the things I've done, it's the most rewarding feeling. And I want to make a difference. Just to let you guys know a little bit about me, uh, I was born in the Philippines. I wasn't born in a rich family or anything like that at all. I, w- I wasn't privileged with anything. Uh, my mom, single mom, raised me and she struggled a lot. She worked hard to provide for me and my parents uh, split up when I was very little. I never knew my dad um, growing up. I had to live with my grandparents. I grew up with my grandparents in fact. And majority of my childhood majority of my childhood memories are with my grandparents. I mean I'm really thankful for them for looking after me and teaching me their ways and I'm thankful for my mom who works so hard and the things that she's been through even with a drunk stepfather who is violent and aggressive there were a lot of times 
that my mom would have to go away for a very long time in order to work in the metropolitan city so that she can provide for me. So I did not have my mother and father growing up and my grandparents became my mother and father figure. And so because of these experiences, I grew the desire to help similar kids in my situation. I really have this passion of wanting to help people and I just want to make a difference. I want to make a positive difference. Just like, I'll give you an example. The other day I was in the, the pharmacy um, trying to find vitamins and this gentleman came up to me. I had no idea who he is, random person, and he just asked me for advice on, on what to take when it comes to supplements because he probably noticed that I look like I work out and I do, I'm, I'm into my fitness and I try to keep fit as much as I can, I try to eat healthy and I realized that, you know, what you fuel your body is what comes out of you and if you, if you fuel, you gotta look after your body as much as you look after your finances and, and wealth is nothing without, without your health so I try to keep fit as much as I can and when this gentleman came up to me and asked me for an advice that I took my time to really give him the knowledge that I know and and at the end I feel great about it. I walked away it's like instead of him benefiting from the conversation I felt like I got the most benefit from the conversation I was so grateful that I was able to help him going back to my childhood uh, living with my grandparents growing up and I grew up with my grandfather and uh, he, he used to beat me up uh, I remember he would smack me with a really thick piece of wood you know for doing something uh, a, a kid would normally do and my grandfather used to smack me so hard that the stick would break before he stops. But you can understand that you know he, he did that out of love and that's all he knew how to show love and affection and, and discipline and teach, you know. But growing up I never relied on anybody. I learned how to fend for myself and I really thank life for teaching me that lesson at a very very young age I learned to earn a living at a very young age it taught me how to do business it taught me how to create wealth in my own way so what I would I remember what I would do is I would go out uh, to the neighborhood and knock to people's houses and they know me of course because the village everyone knows each other and I would ask them, you know, do you have recyclable plastic? Or do you have metal that you don't use no more? Do you have wood or timber that you would rather throw away? Or copper? So, or bottle, right? And what I would do is I would go to the junkyard, that's what they called it back in the day, and I would sell. I would, I would sell these things, which I got for free from from people who don't need them anymore and you know I probably for for a child you know in the age of 
seven, eight years old, I was probably making quite good coin. That, that, that was sufficient enough to provide for me on my day in, day out growing up. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I felt like I had a really, really good childhood. Life taught me a lot of lessons very early on. But I was still battling these issues that I have of not having my, not having the support of my parents. And then my stepfather comes along. I was about, I believe I was about 10 years old. He started all nice and all, but his bad side came out and he was abusive. He, he, would, he was an alcoholic and he would come home drunk and scream at us and throw things around the house and break things around the house. It was a very, very toxic environment to live in. So growing up, all my moral compass and, and, and examples of a man revolves around violence, you know. And so at a very young age, I decided that I will never, never let my kids grow up without a father and a mother. I mean, I don't have a wife yet and I don't have kids yet. But this is a promise I made to myself because I know the pain. I know the struggles. I know the feeling of incompleteness in your heart because you never have your father and your mother with you growing up. It is a very harmful environment to a child. Anyways. So I grew up with the abusive stepfather. Fast forward a few years later. I got really ill and for whatever reason I wasn't getting any better. I was about 12 years old I believe and and my mom was hysterical. She doesn't know. She doesn't know what else to do so she had to call my dad for help and that's how my me and my dad reconnected again. And they thought that I was going to die, that's how sick I was. And it's funny how life throws you at the deepest end of life only to give you a better future and give me hope. So after that incident, you know, eventually I got better and my dad asked me if I wanted to come to Australia. And I thank my dad and my stepmother for this decision of taking me in and bringing me to this new country. He was already in Australia at the time and, and I said yes. There was, two no, there was no two ways about it. I understood the opportunity because at a very young age, life taught me how to work for opportunities, how to grind, how to hustle. And so instantly I knew that I would have a much better opportunity moving to Australia. And so I did. I would have a much better education. And so I did. But moving to Australia was not smooth sailing. It wasn't free from problems. 
I came to a country where I was very young. I was only almost 14 and I had no idea how to speak English and I had the language barrier. I was out of place. I was out of my comfort zone. But I chose to go out of my comfort zone for a better future. So pause here for a minute, you know, and I just want to say if you're in your comfort zone right now and and time is just ticking by, I suggest you get up and get out of your comfort zone. Try and put yourself at the deeper end. Take risk because life is full of risk. Without risk, you know, as we all know, without risk, there is no reward. So going back to my story, I was in Australia and I had to go to school. I didn't know anybody. Like I didn't even know the family that I'm meeting. You know, it's the first time I'm, I'm reconnecting with my dad. I didn't know my siblings that well. So I, it was all new to me. So I had to learn, I had to adapt. But then there was still something missing. I was fighting that same battle that I left behind in the Philippines. Now I don't have my mum with me. I don't have my grandmother with me. I don't have that mother figure. I've lost that mother figure in my life when I came to Australia. Yes, my father's there, but it's not the same. And so growing up as a teenager, I was battling that issues and I became rebellious. I had, I ended up having bad friends and bad company and I ended up doing a lot of stupid stuff. And at a young age, I got arrested. And that was one of the turning point for me in my teenage years and, and I knew I had to do something, I have to turn my life around, I have to study, I have to make the most of the opportunities I have here. So I moved away from all the troubles and I focused in my high school to, at the end of my high school to finish off with a good grades and learn as much as I can. And from that day on I told myself I'm not going back. I'm not going to neglect any more opportunities. I'm going to grab as much opportunities as, as I can and I'm not gonna let it pass me by. And so, and so I worked and I worked. And in fact, I, I was working from 14 years old. When I came to Australia after a few months or so, I started working straight away. And I saved as much money as I can. And at the age of 18, I had the opportunity to buy a house and, and I was ready. I had my savings day, it's ready for that opportunity for me to step into my first investment property because I took the time to save everything I've got and not just waste the things I work hard for. I was ready for the opportunity because I didn't just waste my money on stupid things. By the age of 20, I've, I've, I've got two properties already. I also went in the military for the Australian Navy and I I served and after that I went to uni to study and I graduated with a double major in Bachelor of Business Supply Chain and Logistics Management and International Business and at the same time I also owned an entertainment business where we run and host events by the age of 25 I probably got my fourth property by then and I also co-owned a nightclub at this stage of my life. By the age of 28, I've 
purchase more properties. I opened a Japanese restaurant and also I started my marketing company. So I have so many things going for me because I took the time and the work that others don't want to put in. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying all of this to brag about what I've accomplished, but I want to share it to you guys so that you can understand that you need to put your 110% in everything. I know and I understand there's other people out there that's probably got more than what I've accomplished. 110% they've done more. But if you're someone right now listening to this and you just want to start something, well, get to it. I just want to encourage you to get started. Save as much money as you can. Put everything you've got and never give up. I just want to go back to this about saving up money. And I believe it's a very key component that will allow you to accomplish many things, you know. When I was young, I started saving and saving because I know that when the opportunity knocks, I need to be ready. And the only way I could have invested in my first property is because I had savings. The only way I could have invested in a business is because I have savings. I mean, there's no two ways about it for me because no one provided me with anything. I didn't just give a ha- I didn't just get a handout from from someone. I didn't get I didn't just get an inheritance from someone or or a mom and parents who are rich who gives them money. That's not my life. My life was the opposite. And so I knew that I have to financially secure myself. And don't get me wrong, those all of those things did not come so easily. There were so much challenges. I have failed so many things that I wanted to do or that I have done. There were so much failures along the way, but I did not stop at failures. And I don't want you to stop either. And now we are here with this pandemic and there's so much negativity out there. And I just want to share and be part of those people who share positivity rather than negativity. Encourage people, motivate people, speak life on people's lives speak life and share positive learning experiences so i just want to add uh 2020 as well while we're you know on this lockdown and isolations and all that i have been training my fitness so much almost every day i wake up early while everyone's still asleep i grind because i've set my mind with a new goal and I want to join the Australian Ninja Warrior and so follow my story because I will make it there without a doubt I hope that I've encouraged you today and you've learned something from me until next time stay motivated Thank you guys for listening to my podcast episode 2. If you want to watch me on YouTube, just search Vince Della and subscribe. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you.